you got to want to solve the problem. You right. don't want to do it for the money. Right. At the end of the day, any entrepreneur that's actually really made a huge change on innovation in an industry does it for the pure passion of what they're doing. What happens when there's students that might become the next, you know, Elon Musk, the next Dean Kamen, but they're not introduced to SolidWorks and they don't get that opportunity. So that's what we got to do. Right. We got to go to every school. It's not just about the New Yorks, the San Francisco's. It's about the cities that you've never heard of. Hello there. Welcome back to the SolidWorks Born to Design podcast, a collection of inspiring stories about those who create, build, invent, and engineer new ideas into actual new products. And by the way, they all use SolidWorks. I'm your host, Cliff Metling, and I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Born to Design podcast, Young Entrepreneurs Making a Difference. Today, I'm talking with Lucas Krupe, who became the youngest certified SolidWorks expert when he passed the exam at only 15 years old is also a mentor and ambassador for STEM, as well as an entrepreneur working on innovations to help the blind. Quite a list of accomplishments for a now 16-year-old. Listen as Lucas discusses his passion to help others and succeed in design and innovation. Let's jump right into the interview. So I'm here with uh, 3D Experience World with Lucas Krupe, who is the youngest SolidWorks expert. In the world. Certified expert in the world. Yes. And that was at, you were still 15 when you- 15. I got it about two months after my 15th birthday. Okay. And wow. yeah, it was quite the experience. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you drive to do that? Why, why were you inspired to be the youngest one? When I first found SolidWorks, it was kind of like magic. The idea that you could have a design come from your head and put it into the real world through a computer, it just was phenomenal. I, I learned it when I joined my first robotics team. And uh, I just took it as a passion to learn it as much as I could. Now, I when, when was that? When was your first robotics team? How old were you then? Uh, when I first joined my first robotics team, I was 14. I joined it January 2018, I, I believe. Okay. Um, we, we didn't have any idea of how to design a robot. You know, the first thing that came to my mind was AutoCAD, because that's what you think when you're a kid. Yeah, we'll dub that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized that SolidWorks was uh, the actual program you had to use to yeah. design 3D. Yeah. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah. That's great, that's yeah. great. So how did you do in the first robotics? Uh, well, we're an underfunded team, yeah. so it's quite hard to do well. Right. Uh, we don't have any mentors when it comes to programming design. We have one manufacturing mentor. We didn't do as well as we'd hope, um, but we're still looking this year to do a lot better. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's the start, you know. It's exactly. Just the fact that you guys are still working hard, but, but mentorship is a great thing. And, and, and it sounds like you, because you, you know, you, you worked in an environment where you didn't have as much help, you want to mentor others. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, this past year, I've been going to high schools in my city, as well as uh, mentoring kids outside of uh, Thunder Bay. So looking at all of North America, getting mentorship uh, opportunities for kids. So how do you go about that? What does that look like? Well, for me, the best way I can do it, because I'm a student, I have all the ins. I'm on the group chats with robotics, all that stuff. <laughs> so, you know, I'll message a kid and I'll say, hey, you know, you having troubles with design? Or they'll message me. I've had that happen quite a bit uh, recently. And I'll say, you know, here's what you got to do. I can FaceTime you if you need. You know, I'll go one-on-one -on -one with every kid that asks me to help them. And Lucas, I'll just, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's really great. I'll teach yeah. them SolidWorks from yeah. the ground up if they want excellent, to. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. You must have good parents. <laughs> yeah, my, my parents are great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my mom's with me here today, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So, so tell us some of those stories. Well, have you helped uh, some of these other kids? You don't have to mention their names. but you Yeah, know. so I think the best story I could tell is a 14-year-old from my school. And when I first met this kid, he, he didn't have much direction in life, right. right? He was 14. He knew if you asked the kid, you know, what he wants to be when he's older, he would tell you a lawyer or a doctor. But at the end of the day, that's just an answer to the question that when you ask a kid, what do they want to be? Uh, when he joined our first robotics team, he saw how cool STEM was. 
I introduced him to design and right from the get-go, he said, wow, I want to become an engineer. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. amazing that people don't understand. You know, they, they, they go to the grocery store, they have no idea how this food gets there. Exactly. They all have an iPhone, but they have no idea how it's made. How it's so, made. So it's uh, something that we need a better understanding, uh, I believe, in our education. Because as this 14-year-old uh, boy that you, you helped along, if it wasn't for you, he may have never been introduced. Exactly. So he may be a great mechanical engineer one day, right? Yeah, he found his passion he found through his this passion. thing. But Very good. The, the, the thing about it is that what happens when there's students that might become the next, you know, Elon Musk, the next Dean Kamen, but they're not introduced to SolidWorks and they don't get that opportunity. So that's what we got to do. Right. We got to go to every school. It's not just about the, the New York's, the San Francisco's. It's about the cities that you've never heard of, you know, like Thunder Bay, Ontario. Well, have you ever heard of the book Outliers? Uh, I've heard, heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole 10,000 hour rule. But what was fascinating is they talked about like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs lived in rare communities that actually had mm -hmm. computers in the school. Yeah. And so they were right there at the, the time where the, the uh, personal computer came out and they spent that time. That wasn't available to everybody. Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. And, and so who knows what they would have done. They, they may didn't. not be a household name if they didn't have that in their community, yeah, right? Ex exactly. So we got to just give it to everybody that, you know, needs it. Well, we need more people like you that, uh, that get out there and, and, and are helping out with STEM. You know, we've here also as well, I don't know if you've had the chance to meet, but Danielle Boyer, who is on yes. stage, she's great. Uh, a young entrepreneur that's, uh, that every kid gets a robot that she started. And then uh, Aiden Aird, STEM Kids Rock, another Canadian. Yep. I don't know if, yeah. if you had a chance I, to meet I saw him. him. I, I actually met Danielle backstage before the general session, and her passion is just insane. Oh, it's just amazing. You know, yeah. I say, you know, it's, what you're doing here is just fantastic. And right from the get-go, she says, you want to see the robot, right? <laughs> because she's just so passionate about, you know, giving kids a robot. Every kid gets a robot. That's her message, right? Right. So it's fantastic. Well, seeing them, did you get a chance to meet Aiden? Uh, I saw him. I didn't really okay. talk to him. Oh, okay. Much, if, I, yeah. if I can uh, connect with him, I'll, I'll definitely connect you guys. He, he's, he's great as well. So, so that, that begs the question, what's next for you? I think, firstly, what I got to do is expand what I'm doing with SolidWorks Mentorship. It's one thing to just teach kids one-on-one, face-to-face. Right. -face. I think I got to go into more communities to do it as a group effort. I'm not going to be looking at the big cities. I'm going to be tra trying to travel to smaller ones you've never heard of and get these cities first programs, SolidWorks programs, so that the students can learn about it. Second of all, one of the things I'm doing with SolidWorks Entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial program, I started a company with two other students, actually, one from Ottawa and one from Toronto, both who used and got SolidWorks through FIRST Robotics. And we're making a company that is going to help the visually impaired uh, help with their navigation issues. Yeah, yeah, explain more about that. How, how is that going to work? Yeah, so... Well, what you can. Don't give out for any sure, IP yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> so the company is called Inconav. Uh, it's a two-part system. Basically how it works is there's a camera that sits on your chest that takes in the spatial information around you. Okay. And then from vibrational tactile stimulation on your arms, you can get a representation of your spatial surroundings through the feeling on your arms. So a blind oh. person would wear this thing and they could just walk through a building without hitting anything. They wouldn't have to have a guide dog, which will cost you $50,000 to maintain. Right. Or, you know, a walking stick, which is just literally a piece of plastic. The, the, in the past 30 years, there's been no innovation in the navigational um, sector of the BVI, blind, visually impaired. Well, that, that's, a, that's a brilliant idea. How'd you come up with that? How were you well, inspired to come up with that uh, I actually idea? can't take credit for that idea. The founder of the company, Manning Whippy, who is now the CEO, he came up with the idea literally in his basement after getting through FIRST Robotics SolidWorks. He thought, you know, I have this great idea. How am I going to design it? He had SolidWorks. He thought, hey, this is a great opportunity. Designed a FIRST system. 
iterated rapidly and he came to this great fully developed solution and all he was, was missing was someone to program it and someone to really, really fully develop waterproofness, all that stuff. I met him at the Canada-wide science fair where over 500 of the smartest science and technology uh, students across Canada come together. Excellent. Yeah. My, my project was on um, detecting E. coli in water. So detect it using a, a new spectrophotometer that I designed using SolidWorks. But Great. he was the star of the show. He won platinum, the highest really? award. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so he used that money. And with me and the other founder, Ethan Bright, we've uh, we've been able to make quite a headway in the excellent, BDI excellent. community. Along with your, your schoolwork and everything else, yeah. It's been tough. It's been tough. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, I've but had a lot of mentors, like, like my grandpa and my parents helped me out with that, with uh, managing stuff. Well, hopefully we can, uh, once this podcast goes live, maybe there's other people who could help you out or bring some awareness around your company. Maybe that Yeah, you for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're always looking for smart investors, as in people that can not just give us money, but help us with the actual product development, right. you know, we're working with the Canadian National Institute for the Blind, all the big Canadian blind institutions, Great. but we were looking to also expand into America to really get people onto the idea. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a great way. You know, you have a few people who can help you test it out and work on it, but that, that's a brilliant idea. I love it. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. And only 16 working on this. I was born of the generation where my parents told me, you know, go to college and, and uh, work for a big corporate company so you'll... So you have a, you know, nowadays entrepreneurship is a big word, but I think it's, it's, it's tough. It's not easy to be an entrepreneur. You really have to have the right people involved. I know it sounds like a great thing. Oh, I'll be an entrepreneur and make a million bucks, but it's, uh, but that's really not the goal. You have to have a passion around a product to really, you got to want to solve the problem. You don't want to do it for the money. Right. At the end of the day, you know, we're not doing this because we want to make money off the blind. We're doing it because we've seen blind people have huge issues with their navigation. Right. And we want to solve this problem. That's awesome. Any entrepreneur that's actually really made a huge change on innovation in an industry does it for the pure passion of what they're doing. Right. Well, this is excellent. Uh, you, you're a very good, great spokesperson for this. I, I'm, I'm very impressed. Thank you. Very impressed, Lucas. Good stuff. So what's next for you? you the entrepreneurship is, is one thing. You're learning, you're mentoring others, anything else. What's your big goal? I know, I'm throwing these tough questions. That's, a, that's a hard question. Yeah. One second. Let me well, think. obviously, uh, college must be on the yeah. radar now. I'm looking at some American schools. I know okay. I'm Canadian, but the dream is to go to MIT. MIT, Massachusetts really? Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Excellent, yeah. I think the networking opportunities there and just the ability to meet like-minded people is insane. I, I mean, that's the dream. If it doesn't happen, I'm still happy. You know, yeah. taking my company wherever it goes and just you know, mentoring kids that I can. Yeah, yeah. So your interest in mentoring, let's go back to that, with the first robotics teams and the other mm -hmm. students. Why was that? You just wanted to give other kids the opportunity that you had, right? Or, well, yeah, I find myself lucky. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm the youngest CSWE because I know I put a lot of hard work into it and that I definitely applied myself, but if it weren't for my good friend Kevin Bai, who started this first robotics team, I wouldn't be here at 3D Experience World. I wouldn't have had the opportunities I have. I think it's unfair that kids that have the proper drive to do this kind of stuff aren't introduced to this kind of, you know, SolidWorks, all the programs and all the stuff that surrounds it, like FIRST Robotics or, you know, University Formula Say, stuff like that. So I'm just trying to level the playing field, you know, and introduce more fairness into the game. Very well said. That was excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, well, well, let's try this angle. What would you say to somebody who's listening to this who's not really, who just may have heard of... Uh, that there's other opportunities in, in design. You can design or 3D print your own models. Where would you tell them to start? I'd start looking at real-world problems 
that they're faced with, even the most mundane stuff. Right. You know, like if they do a task over and over again, automate it. Use SolidWorks to design something around that. The best way to learn isn't just through pure knowledge of how you're supposed to solve a problem, but real world practice and experience. Right. And the more you can get of that, the better you'll be with SolidWorks and the more opportunity you'll have to actually make real world change in the future. Like if, if there's a student listening to this and they think, I know what SolidWorks is, but I don't feel like I can get to his level, you know, get to the CSWE. I would really doubt that because I think everybody has the opportunity and the ability to get there. It's just whether they want to put the work and time into it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I, I, I just say uh, thank you to SolidWorks and to So Systems for having me at 3D Experience World. It's been a pleasure. Well, yeah. you know what? I think we should have you back, and I'd love to see how things go with it. I think you're on to something here. This is excellent. Thank you. You do good work. Thanks for listening today, and if you're looking to connect the industry-leading SOLIDWORKS 3D CAD solution to a fully collaborative cloud-based product development environment, go to SOLIDWORKS.com offers to learn more about SOLIDWORKS on the 3D Experience platform. That's SOLIDWORKS.com offers. We'll be back again soon with more great Born to Design podcast stories at SOLIDWORKS.com podcast, or wherever podcasts are readily available. Until then, keep innovating. I really hope that what you heard today has inspired you. If you enjoyed it, head on over to iTunes, search for the Born to Design podcast, and please leave a five-star review so that this podcast will be recommended to more people, helping us expand the Born to Design community. Thank you.